Yo. Yo. Hey, everybody. Quarantine. Another quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. And so I figured, like, welcome back. I was going to title this again, like, quarantine, but we're not so much quarantine anymore. I think we're back into, like, social distancing. We're phase so, one right now. We'll say phase one phase of one. Sports, our slow move back into right. getting closer and closer, possibly to seeing Quan. So happy Wednesday. I know. We do miss you, Quan. Shout out to Grill Cross. Shout out to our name sports show. Hey, if you're watching this, week. please go ahead, start a watch party. Go ahead and share. share subscribe. I'm going to take a second real quick to... Um, do a couple shares myself. Yeah, do that. Okay, so this episode, you guys, is primarily focused on what we've been watching the last few Sundays. Um, it's going to chronicalize uh, the ninth and tenth episodes of The Last Dance. Some of you have not watched it, um, so therefore I understand if you watched it, if you haven't watched it because you're waiting for the whole collective and you want to sit and binge and watch. But for the rest of us, we couldn't wait. We had to watch it in real time. We have to talk about it. And we're talking about it tonight. The last yes. chapter of this docuseries. Hey, I mean, you're always amazing. welcome to watch because we mo most of us know the whole story. We just learned a few things in between here and there, you know, seeing the backs. I mean, yeah. And there's still much more to learn. There's oh, so for much sure. More to learn. Yeah. And I know you have like trinkets and goodies to show off. We also have, like, yeah, I have like show and tell. Like I found like the, the biggest stash of stuff in my garage and I was doing a quarantine clean out. It's going to like jog your memory. Some of the things that I have, I was like, whoa, no way. I mean, well, I have only one show and tell thing of Jordan. Oh, you do? Well, I got a lot of show and tells. I mean, I show and tell. <laughs> <laughs> but this one. Is specifically Jordan, and it's a different adaptation to what I have about Jordan because this one was a book adaptation about him, but more so about him in the boardroom with Nike and the 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 collective agreement as far as the design and style of each series of shoes and how that's broken down, plus other things with Jordan. It's it's Jordan, and then it's like his designers have a word to say about his sneakers and just all this different input but it's a cool book it's actually worth a lot of money now because i googled oh, really? it and didn't realize that it's like what used to be 25 dollars is now a couple hundred dollars that's how i feel about so saving i'll go into like a my things are gonna all have to go into some kind of like um locked you know safe shortly you're going to have to uh, insure them, too, as best as you can. And you need to have a trust already set up to whoever you're going to will those to. And it can't be know. should. It's got to be some of your favorites, like me or some of your other. No, I'm just kidding. Some of your other favorites. I like that cup while you flexing. I mean, I like it's, you know, just it's a McDonald's cup. It's about flex. It's like 30 years old, but hey. And it doesn't huh? have to wash much because you know when you get those type of souvenir cups, if you wash them so many times, they well, it had been it had been in a box. Okay, right. let me just tell you a box I found it in. It was the original box from my thirteens. I had had the shoes with me, but I never could find the box. Found the box, and the so Ninety-eight. These shoes were a hundred and fifty dollars. So there hasn't been a huge inflation on Jordan sneakers. I mean, not they, those. Those are those. Not those. Which particular style of thirteens are those? Which collection? These were the um. These were the original. 
Yeah, I, I mean, no, I mean, I, I'm sorry, but for sneaker, these were ninety. These are these are originals from '98 when they first came out. Oh, okay. Well, what's the no, this is the original box. So I'm saying, like '98 to now, that's a good 25 years, and shoes have gone up like 20 bucks, maybe 20 to 40. That particular on. shoe, fire red fours are four or five hundred dollars. You get some of that Superman well, door. Yeah, yeah, but even like there was white and purple, meta purple metallic purple ones that came out this morning. Those were 190. Yeah, because that's a colorway that's never been done before. That's how it's like it's different because that's a four that's never been made like that before. So they average at one. They start at 190. It's the influx after that, the resale. You have to see right. how much you can get the resale on those, especially from yeah. that year. It's got to be at least a couple not, hundred. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is I've had these since nine. But these aren't the oh, these haven't been right. Like, these aren't a retro. Boxes. These aren't a retro one. Because they've got that. They've got them set coming out. I think. I want to say that these ones came out again, or they're about to come out again, like to a week or two. And it's oh, only okay. like the third time, oh, but okay. yeah, I'm never going to person, but I know you kept those J's. Yeah, I like those. What's up, Donnell? Donnell is checking in. What's yes, up, sir? Flint 13s. I just the Flint 13s. I never understood Flint, but they're the 13s. So, like, I call them the Carolina 13s because really that's what I look at them. But they're as. darker blue, though. But they look like a kid, but they have like a baby blue throughout it. Kind of the gray and the blue make like a baby blue to me. So, hey, I'll take I it. They're Jays. I know, uh, you know, everybody was posting their flex of the Jay collection that they do have. You know, that was pretty nice to see. Um, a lot of them are sought after. I mean, I know come December, you got some, you got a nice little collection too. Yeah, but I, I could do better. But I'm just done chasing the pony. I'm done with the lines. I'm done with yeah. you know going through the bots and trying to wake up at six or five in the morning or two in the morning. You know, yeah, the OGs are yeah three to six hundred exactly. Thank you, three to six hundred dollars. But I just can't chase that dragon no more. I like sneakers, but I also like comfortable sneakers now. But if I can find a fly sneaker. That's cool. Then I'll go with it. But the Jays are signature. I mean, you you can't. Well, the Jays to me are because I don't have like I have I have a, a pretty high arch. So Jays to me have always fit fine because they have a they're Nikes. They have an arch. I think it's harder when you don't have an arch sometimes. But um, I've loved them. I was mad. I went on Nike ID this week or yesterday because I missed out on these releases. These camo Air Maxes that had like the lime green. I think they were Duck, Duck Max. I forgot what they were called. But I just couldn't find them. So I tried to remake some on Nike ID. They don't have camo, but they have like a forest green. And I, it's pretty dope. I, pretty, I love it. So, so you think I'm going to make you're going to get them? I think so. Because they were like 130 or something. or one. That's not sorry, bad. Yeah. That's not bad. He's my and I'm not, you know, and, you know, I, I carry the series. The furthest the series I'll go is to an 11. But I jump around in between that. I'm an 11 person. I'm a four person. I'm a three. I have a pair of retro twos with the cement, but I don't wear them. I don't and then I have a pair of the laser ones. I don't wear those. And then I have the rest are uh, threes and fours and 11s. That's pretty much my series. I did want a pair of fives once upon a time, but like I said, I can't chase the jag dragon anymore on those J's. It's too much of a race. I'm not about to fight with these kids over some sneakers. And yeah. it's, seriously, that's what I felt like. I was like, uh, I'm on hold. Okay. I, I don't know. I can't. This is not my yeah, I got I to gotta level my elevation. I'm Adidas now. So any Stan Smiths that come out that look fly, any Ralph Simmons that come out that look fly, any of the, uh, you know, Y3s that look fly, you know, I have to go that way, you know, with my shoes, Rick Owens, whatever. 
general ones that come out that look a little fly and that Adidas collab, I'll do. Except Yeezys, I'm not a big Yeezy person um, for some, because to me, that's like an ultra boost. I really don't care about the Yeezys like that. I can't believe we went on Girl Chat speak Sneaker Talk. Anyway, sorry. Let's, let's get our we guest. Got guest. We got a guest. <laughs> Another guest. I'm Yo, BS. What's up, BS? Hey, what's up? BS is in the what's building happening? joining us tonight. Again, okay, Chicago native boy. Right way. I, I just, I gotta, I gotta just, you know, squirt in there on the on sneaker chat real quick. Okay, Melly Mel, the sneakers that you have, uh, you you're not talking resale. Resale is nuts. You got OGs. If those right. are OGs, re, resale is nuts on those. That's why like, I know. I really tag on it said one fifty. You got. You got a resale but you got a resale of the original. Sticker, but these were one fifty was the price in nineteen ninety eight. Right. So don't forget. Here's the deal: they can legally not sell certain shoes for more than one ninety two twenty. But the resale market. Right. Yes. Yeah. So right. I'm on StockX. I'm on StockX. StockX. Flight Club. So I have Flight Club. Plans. is probably gonna be worth some money for sure. Right, right. I just blessed a few friends because I think I told y'all last episode, like, I can't wear Jordans. I love them, but I can't wear them. My foot is just too wide. It's like the box itself. I just I blessed it. some friends with Black Cat 4s that just came out. They were like, what are you talking about? The Lead so Cat? The Lead Cat Black Cat 4s? Yes. I just gave them away. I just I'm gave them away. And I, I like 4s. I like fours. I like yeah, fours. I love fours. I can wear I the fours. The you know, I got some of them. The military fours. I the bread Jordan fours are coming back out again. I definitely got to jump on that. Yeah. Yeah. No, Jordans just don't feel good on my foot. I love them. They look sexy on everybody else. I can only put them on for 15 minutes. I buy them. You're, you're like me with Louboutins. You're like me with Christian Louboutins. I, I just you can't wear I just them. Can't. I, I get them. I, I get it. I'm like that with Lubitz. I understand. I know. I know we're gonna be talking about some shy, shy town action. So I did. I did wear that just. A did wear a little shy town action. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now I don't know if y'all realize this though. It's a little blasphemous because I'm a Southside kid, and this is a Cubs hat. So technically, right. you weren't a rock socks. Rock the socks. I but wasn't checking. My grand, but my grandmother used to watch one game and listen to one game on the radio. So the Cubs was the one that I gravitated to because they had better personalities back in the day. Gotcha. You know, so, you know, she hit me to that. So I just want to, you know, rep that because I know we're going to be talking a little shy town action, Bulls, Jordan. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So So any comments or questions you guys have, just drop it in the chat. We'll shout you out. And see well, what who is somebody holding something? There's like some. Do you hear that noise or is this me? I hear it, but I, I feel like it. it's his popcorn phone. <laughs> yeah. No, that's is your not droid popping? Is your droid popping? My, 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 hey, my lip, my lip gloss be popping though. That's what they say. <laughs> no, that's not my phone. I don't hear it when I talk. I only hear it when y'all talk. So let me, let's see if I can, let's see if I do the volume or something. Okay. Hey. You guys were talking last dance episodes nine and ten for all of those yeah. who don't. Hey, What's up, this Arlington? When he came he joined the show too. Arlington had a big. Uh, What's up, Arlington? Yes, as well. And happy anniversary to In the Zone. They had an anniversary. Yeah. They just they coming back. Yeah, big ups to you guys, you and Palmer. Shout I feel like Palmer. you're still catching something over there. 
Bruh. Y'all not talking at all, and I hear the popping. That's y'all. I'm not touching nothing. Look. Whoever got a cord or something, dangling. I have no auxor ox cord ever. Hold on. Let's see. How about now? Yeah. Now y'all yep. talk. Yep. Nope. I don't know. Shit. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, we go get it. Well, I can't be messing up. I can't mess up your show. But no, you good. You're good. Do y'all hear it when, when I talk? Do y'all hear the popping? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, I don't hear it. I don't hear it when I talk. I only hear it when y'all talk. Maybe I'm just I'm public enemy Maybe for all of this. Walking down. Hey, hey, PE, hey, P, don't come on now. Yes. I love PE. I'm just kidding. I blame Flavor Flavor. Yeah. I blame him hey, for the co-op that he had. Local, local, local laws. So, okay, so last dance. Okay. Ah, we got hey, a question from the group. What was oh, Alex what was Williams? Shout out to Alex. I don't know who he is, but he ordered a hat too, right? Yeah. Same. Shout out to him for getting a hat and supporting. Girl chat. Yeah. He asked, what was your take on the Steve Kerr segment? I loved it. I loved it. Because I know Mo usually hates on Steve Kerr as a coach, so I wanted to see what she had to say. I mean, as a person, Steve Kerr, I mean, that to hear that story of adversity, first of all, I'm tripping off his dad's name was Malcolm. That's number one. Number two, I just didn't know that that was his upbringing, that he had a family that was cultured enough, educated enough, as far as pushing the envelope of being worldly people and not just in one kind of simple mind frame. The fact that he took mm -hmm. a chance in going over to Beirut, Beirut was always tough in the 80s and 90s. You know, you heard, Beirut, you know, Brown Beirut, said, Beirut Jack City, he said he was going to treat the apartments like Beirut. They was going to be living hostages. Right. He cited Beirut. Right. So you already know in a movie line, if Beirut is bad, Beirut had some problems then. And to have him relive that whole situation again, I know it's it's a tough, that was a tough interview for him. It made me look at him in a different light, for sure. It made me look at him in the connotation that, you know, he's a cultured individual because of his parents, so he's not definitely going to be that guy that's just like, I'm just some white coach and I don't know anything about ethnic groups and ethnicity and culture. He's a worldly rounded person. Genuine person, and, in fact. And... Well, here's the deal. First off, don't forget he wasn't a high draft pick. No, he you was not. I mean? He wasn't a, and a how silver he struggled spoon. to get that scholarship to Arizona. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Worker. Now I'm about to piss all the Jordan haters off. Okay. All the Jordan haters right now. Check this out. Understand if you have won, if if Golden State is your team and you won, guess what? You're welcome from Michael Jordan. Where do you think he got some of that mentality from? That's Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. Say it again. Michael Jeffrey Jordan. One more you time. He did. he did. He did. No. That nucleus, that nucleus Kerr inherited from Mark Jackson. Okay. He inherited that nucleus. But what changed was the mentality without punching people in the chest and making people to be like a bitch, but the willingness, the focus to know what to do to win, Jordan slash Phil Jackson. That's what you have to understand. Once again, there is no Mamba mentality. 
without Michael mentality. Oh, there yeah. There is absolutely. no Golden State Warriors without Michael Jordan. That's what people have to understand. If people say they're sports fans, okay, cool. But if you are a fan of a winner, you got to understand the mentality of Jordan, the focus, the 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 um the the, the putting stuff on point to make sure we do this. That's Jordan. Kerr pulled that out and said, "Oh, okay. Let me make sure that the pieces of the puzzle that I have, I'm gonna put them in place. I'm not gonna punk people. I'm not gonna do this. But I'm gonna take all the good stuff." Right. That I learned from one of the best in the business and use that. So well, he knows the win at all costs type of, of narrative. He knows the winning but at all costs. But he also took a perspective that he it's went against Jordan at one point and they had to figure out how to work together. So he knew how to kind of take that mentality, work with it. And plus you're dealing with like what three, four, five, six future and uh, Hall of Famers on the Hall Golden State Warriors. You can't take all those egos and make them work. I mean, I think the message was loud and clear. I'm still not as impressed with the coaching stylings of Steve Kerr because let's be clear, when he was on his leave, he had Luke Walton coaching for a winning Golden State team. But well, again, the philosophy was there. No, come on. No, 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 no. You the philosophy like was there. The age of the telephone or the text message or Luke Walton, just because you saw him on the bench, doesn't mean it's like this. If my kid is sick, it's not like I can't talk to the teacher or the principal or the vice principal. You know what I mean? I'm, I can't make. Guess what? Luke, don't be. Well, the absolutely. The philosophy doesn't change. The philosophy doesn't change. It's still executed out, even with a Luke. The philosophy doesn't Thank change. Thank you. Right. Because right. where did Luke go afterwards and what happened? What did Luke do? Yeah, Luke it got it got lost to translation coming to LA. It got lost to ah, translation. Exactly. It got lost exactly. to translation. Which, which I think if we just squirt real quick over the football, I'll talk about that too. But the Tom Brady thing, we'll see how that translates because Tom Brady has some of that mentality. But Belichick is a badass. Let's not get it wrong. But I think there'll be enough of it to parlay over to the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he's got more talent to work with. Oh, the, but but that, the thing of it is, you have a level of respect of a winner. And if you like winners, you're going to listen to a winner who has six championships to go off of to tell you how it's going to be. You know what I mean? That part. That yep. part. That part. Exactly. It's a winning attitude. Exactly. It's that mentality for sure. That's it. Yeah. And and for all the people, are we going to talk about Horace Grant? Can we talk about Horace Grant? Are we going to Okay, go this? for it. Go Listen. for it. Okay. Can you tell the Look. story to the audience who doesn't know what Horace Grant okay. is? Okay. So apparently they, they the, the apparently what happened is they were a uh, Horace Grant exposed or gave some inside information right. on some dealings of the team to the public or to the press. Now, it's much like that most people are taught from our era, like we don't talk about family business in the street. Horace Grant is maybe perhaps of a weaker mentality and gave up some information to the press, gave out some, some stuff. What a lot of people I think don't realize is Horace took some stuff personal because he thought it's more Michael and Horace. I don't think he really appreciated the Scottie Pippen element. You see what I mean? He thought it was supposed to be MJ and Horace, not MJ and Scotty and Horace. So he was like a third wheel on that. Yeah. But Horace has, has said two things that were quite notable for the documentary. One, he called Detroit Pistons some bitch asses. But two, 
he came back and said that Michael said it. basically is being a snitch. A snitch. snitch. Mm -hmm. a he's Takashi 6'9", and he's saying he's Takashi in this piece. He didn't say that, though. He didn't say that. Takashi is a whole nother, because we could talk about Takashi, too, because that's a, I, I figured that one out. I know that one. <laughs> I figured that one out. I, I got it. I figured it out. We'll talk I, at I, another I, time on that juncture. Right, but I got the G code on Takashi. Okay. okay. So all, I, this is what I'm going to say. On Takashi, look at two things. No, three things. His D-O-B. Look at Takashi's date of birth. That'll tell you everything you need to know about his situation okay. and why he's a, a snitch and a trick. But Horace, with this thing is, people are trying to make this bigger than it is. It's like, look, Michael, if you break it down, Michael said, yeah, Horace told, but there have, have been media folks that said, yo, it was kind of like common knowledge that Horace had a great relationship. He talked more to the press than anybody else. So it was a assumption that Horace did it. Now, if I was Horace and I didn't say, I wouldn't have said shit. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even validate this response with a response. I just be like, nah. First of all, Horace was excited he got an opportunity to even be featured on the doctor. Horace was happy to be on TV. Yeah, period. let's be clear. He Thank didn't know you. he took it and he ran with it. He said a little bit too Thank much you. and he didn't really analyze and then take what this Thank was about. And I was probably part of the problem because I saw Horace and was like, dang, where Horace been? Like <laughs> You like, is that Harvey? Oh, no, that's Harvey. I was like, yeah, yeah Horace, right. Now? now, check this out. Do you know how many rings Horace has? How many does he have? He's got as many as Ori. Don't tell me he got as many as Ori. Okay. Four. He got four. four. Imagine. Three with the Bulls, one with the Lakers. Right. Do you know how many he has without Michael Jordan? One. Do you know how many he I has without it. Phil Jackson? Zero. Yeah, he didn't get it with Phil. This was like an yeah. elementary school, yeah. like math yeah. and homework, <laughs> right? So, look, I think that basically the horror, the horror deal is a moot point. It is something that they're just trying to keep going with this, you know, the last dance. Uh, Horace had had the mentality of, yeah, Horace probably, I wasn't there. Horace probably told. I mean, because Jordan's not the only one that said Horace told. That's the other thing. You know what I mean? There were people on the team and media folks that said, hey, look, if we had to pick anybody, it was... Oh, they so gossipy? Yeah. He a little... Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. He a little... So even to, to your point, him. back to Steve Kerr, though, we think about okay, that Steve flip Kerr, yeah. shot that uh, Steve Kerr was able to yeah. uh, facilitate after yeah. Jordan entrusted him with the last, well, second to last, that class play, where he says, I trust you to take this shot. You gonna make it? That's it. But but the, yeah. the story that we all knew was, basically, Jordan said, don't mess up. Right. I'm giving you this rock. Well, which was so awesome, and when you see it, and when Steve Kerr says, yeah, he's trying to be secretive because he knows everything. On it. And I'm like, I ain't got it. I'll, you, I'll be open and I'll take, boom, ice in his veins. So, yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was cool to see that communication that everybody else got to, you know, see that. But that's, you know, been barbershop uh, talk for, for many, many years. You know, I mean, because let's be clear, everybody was just looking forward to Steve Kerr the getting punched in the face story before we knew about his father and everything else with that. Yeah. I mean, or remember the recollection of right. the dad and that. Right. Again. Well, and it was good. It was that was good television, how they made that connection, you know, mm -hmm. to humanize that, because it, it was one of those things. 
it, it just gives some insight on him and you know his loss and everything, and it humanizes Kerr even more. But they said, did you guys ever talk about that? And he was like, nah. No. And then if you think about it, the the, the as what's so funny is, it's it's like Kurt even knows like nah, because technically that wouldn't matter. Like, because we won't need to talk about dad stuff because we only talk about ball stuff because that's all MJ is about out here is ball stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, yeah, I, I thought that was, uh, I thought that was good as far as doc the documentary goes. You know? Mel, what was your takeaway from the first seven, uh, first episode or from the ninth episode, the Black Jesus episode, I like to call it. Uh, via Reggie Miller. <laughs> First of Black all, Jesus. you know I can't stand Reggie Miller to save my life. So I've never I heard him as Cheryl Miller's brother. That's how much I don't like it. And I don't like yeah. Cheryl Miller either. I just heard something about the Miller. I was gonna say Cheryl yeah. Miller's brother. No, yeah. I got kind of she she was like listening to her talk is like how I feel about Bill Walton talking during Pac-12 games. Like I just don't want to hear your voice. But beside the point, it was Reggie's teeth. It's like he had 60 teeth. It was like he had 60 teeth in his mouth and they all went every different angle. He was a friend. Yeah, friend. I was watching Star Trek The Next Generation at night. He was a Ferengi, like for real. We called him that too. It's so funny. I did not know you back then, but I called him a friend. At that time, we were calling him a Ferengi too. So yeah, as a gentleman who has self-conscious issues about his teeth, it is not right for you to talk about. My dad had a gap. But, but I got wait, 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 wait. Like... Hold on, hold on, hold on. But I can also tell you, um, if I expose myself, I can say I would look at Reggie Miller's teeth on occasion and say, at least my stuff don't look like the piranha. You know what I mean? Because that's it. But that's that's selfish. That's rude. Sorry, Reggie. Reggie, yeah. Because well, Reggie was rude. How about that? Reggie was rude. What? Reggie really? thought that he could. He thought that he could battle Jordan, and he thought what? that he could take on Jordan. And he was rude. Okay. He was Look. rude to even think that. First of all, that was no, rude. no. Here's the deal. Okay, I love Michael Jordan. Okay, love it. But I love competitiveness. Reggie Miller, like he said, he can't go in thinking that he can't take him on, and you already lost. You see what I mean? Like one of the things we're gonna get into LeBron, I hope. But look, Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller wasn't scared of Jordan. Which is a great thing. That's he what really I like. That's why I said he's so rude. He wouldn't admit it. So, of course, he has to think he can take him Right. Out. You see what I mean? No, that's why but I call it rude and disrespectful. I'm saying it in a lighthearted way, not serious, literal. No, I know. I know. But he had to. But I'll tell you this. What did Jordan say? And I think the way he even said it, it was kind of a diss on who is that? What they say? Gap. 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 The thing, though, is, what did Jordan say? Which I think was a slight even to Isaiah and the Pistons. He said, look, man, the only people that really gave us any real problem were the Pacers. You know what I mean? Now, that's coming from Jordan's that mouth. Besides the, 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 the Pistons, it was the yeah, Jordan. But wait a minute, he said besides the Pistons. Because if you look on wax, the Pistons was in that ass. No one beat them up like the Pistons. Oh, Nobody. absolutely. We know that. Not even the Knicks. Nobody yeah. beat them up like the no, Pistons. Yeah. But the, Reggie was, I mean, he was all over the place. There was no, yeah. I mean, he was on him, on him. Like, he played him yeah. like nobody else really could. Yeah. Now, I mean, I got to say did the, have the luxury. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? No, no, no. Go ahead. I was I, saying the Pistons had the luxury of watching 
all those games leading to their series, which helps out a lot. You know what I mean? Because you can see what someone does and then, okay, this is how they react to this player. This is who we should put on them. So I think that was, that actually helped the Pistons tremendously. You know, they got to see all these other folks go against the Bulls and that helped them out a lot. So, but still, once again, Black Cat, Black Jesus, Jordan, come on, come on. You got that Spike Lee thing going on right now, like... Is it the shoes? Is it yeah, the shoes? Yeah. Mars Blackman right now. You go to Mars Blackman on us. Yeah. So I, look, there's a um. Once I I, I want to say this though because people keep talking goat 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 goat. For the last ten years, it's like okay, you can't say goat to me anymore because Jordan once again he said it even. It's like you can't. I can't be the goat because I didn't play this guy, this guy, or this guy. So it has to be error. You know what I mean? And if now if the NBA was shut down today and it would be no more games, then you could start evaluating who the GOAT is because time is not over. It's the greatest of all time. But it's greatest of all error will be a little different. You know, and I Jordan said the greatest said, dynasty. To me, in my that's opinion. the thing, it's like out of well, see, no, because in my opinion, like the greatest dynasty, nobody got more rings than Bill Russell. Bill well, Russell. Granite. Bill Russell played on baloney bottom shoes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Baloney bottom shoes in a racist, <laughs> I mean, like literally super racist era. And not 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 Sterling super racist. I'm talking about they talking and he was the coach and player. And he got but here's my thing, BS though. What was the most exciting dynasty epic series to watch? And I have to say. It is Chicago. It's not Showtime Lakers because we were back to back. They're the only team that consistently did two, three repeats, three repeats. And I feel you. I feel you on that. I would like to agree with you because of my personal feelings, but that's like art. It's subjective because don't forget, before those times, we didn't have that. So before Jordan, like we're gauging stuff on stuff that happened after the fact. You know, I know certain people. That I, I think that's like what makes it great, though. But like certain people I know don't like the Showtime Lakers, you know. Yeah, what I mean? certain we people. We got one on the we got one on the show right now. We got one on the show. Certain people, certain. Yeah. People, but yeah. if you look at basketball and you don't like the Showtime Lakers, in my opinion, then you're a hater because what they did for the excitement of basketball and because yeah, of that excitement, those. they cast the characters. You know what I mean? Because what happens is people talk about um, LeBron, they talk about Jordan, they. But people forget, whoa, Dr. J. Dr. J was taken from another league and then brought into the NBA. And then they're like, wow, he was the most exciting player at that time. You know what I mean? And he wasn't, you know, one-dimensional, which I think another thing, people don't take Jordan's evolution into play. Like, people talk about Jordan's pettiness. He, he, was, he was so petty that they were like, yeah, he's great. He's exciting. He's just a scoring machine. He was like, oh, damn, okay, defensive player of the year. Huh? What? You see what I mean? Like, you tell Jordan, man, you ain't nothing. He's like, oh, no, for real? Right. Okay. Boom. Come on. So, Jordan, once again, my personal favorite, my number two, because I told you Larry Bird. Larry Bird's number was, one. Yeah. Right, because I was in the basketball before Jordan, so that's it. You know, but Jordan. Well, can we talk about the Larry Bird thing now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what did he say specifically? Because it did sound like, I, I honestly thought, and I watched it again. He I said, hey, bitch, fuck you, or something like that. Right. Yes, and I thought, 
That but was, I thought I was it was Larry saying it to Michael. Right. So I have to rewatch it. But once again, here's another thing. If you look at that, look where everybody else was. Okay. Go back and look at this. Jordan is it's after the game. Yeah. Jordan is waiting for, for Larry Bird to come and they acknowledge each other. It's all love, mad respect. Absolutely. So, they just finished the Olympics too. So right. they had been together for that period of time. Right. Yeah. But don't yeah. forget, don't for, but don't forget. But no, did follow up by saying that how Jackson and Carl Malone were also sitting outside waiting to congratulate Jordan too after the game. And we didn't even talk about Melman. Carl Malone. Okay. How okay. We I give those two individuals credit because they were outside post game waiting yeah. for Jordan to get all dressed up again to come out and say, you know, good game. Right. Catch right. Right. Now, once again, don't forget, if you look at it, too, uh, remember when Jordan had his when he started his beef with Russell, it was actually at a practice jazz against Bulls. Jordan right. wasn't playing. Jordan went to say what's up to right. Stockton and Malone. Mm -hmm. So when people people like to look at this thing and they don't look big picture, they're like, oh man, Jordan was so petty because Malone. No, it's like, let me tell you something. Athletes have to put a pebble in their shoe for anything to spark them to get in that ass. So if he used Malone, oh, you think Malone the best? I'm going to bust his ass. That's what he uses because that's what people were trying to do against Jordan. It's just nothing you could do. Well, they have mutual respect for each other. They're not sitting there hating and, you know, like the game's over with. They still come down to we're great. We're great players. We're in the exactly. NBA. Boom. Exactly. All right. Exactly. But Bird exactly. did. I don't think Bird said that to him. I think Jordan said it to him and said, you guys. I think all, Bird said it. I don't think it was Jordan. I was Jordan's voice that said it. Now, oh, I couldn't hear is, it. That's why I always saw the subtitles and I was like, he leaned. Well, all you saw, you saw Jordan come in and I could see Bird's mouth on the side of him saying, you know. F you. Right. I think it was Bird. But then he said, you guys are You remember who said that word, if it was Bird to Matt or to Michael? I or watched it. I could have sworn it was Jordan because he followed up saying, man, you guys were tough. You guys are just super tough. It worked on your golf game. You can, you got time to work on your golf game now. Jordan said, Jordan, well, see, that's the thing. Well, that's and that's right why there, I think it was right probably there. that top thing. Jordan, Jordan told Bird, now you got time to work on your golf game. And Bird said, fuck you, bitch. Because see, that was a, that's what I got from it. Now, oh, okay. check this out. You can Google this, but in my mind, what I've heard is the number one and number two trash talkers in the history of the NBA, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird. Those two and right see, there. I didn't realize that Larry even had an M like that. Because you see, see that, that's what I don't, that don't sound like Bird to me, but it oh, is. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Check this out. Bird would tell guys. Bert, this is it was Bert to Michael. Bert to Michael. Bert. Okay. We know Arlington was watching it close. All right. All right. Okay, then. All right. All right, Dr. Lane. We'll peep that out then. But Bird, Bird actually would tell guys, he would tell other teams and coaches, don't put no white dude on me. Like, do not put a white. That's disrespectful to have a white dude guarding me. Of Bert my town. Would go up and tell guys, like, if, if Melly Mel was guarding me, I would go to Mo and be like, Mo, look, I'm about to bust Melly Mel's ass, shoot a three in her face, and then sit on the bench next to you. And people would look at him like, are you great? Boom, and he'd do it, and they'd be like, Ooh. Yeah. There is a, if you look at, I want to say, a game of Bird going off on the uh, Atlanta Falcons, he's talking shit to Dominique Wilkins. 
And what happens is he is lighting them up so much that the uh, Atlanta Hawks bench is cheering for Larry Bird. They get fined because they lose it. That's, again, they're fans of the game. They're getting beat. But Larry Bird is lighting up the Hawks and Dominique so bad that the Hawks are cheering on the bench. And Bird is talking shit the whole way. One and two, they say Magic Johnson, I mean, uh, Michael Jordan and Larry Bird, number one and two trash talkers ever in the history of the league. Uh, I think Gary Payton is a close third. I was about to say, because we got to throw in GP. You got to throw the glove in there, too. Yeah, that's why I say close third. Close third. Yeah. Close third. Yeah. Close third. Yeah, Bird yeah. thought it was disrespectful to have a clear dude older. I mean, can you understand Boom. the rationale See? of that, though? Can you understand the rationale of that, though? Well, yeah, I can. Because don't I mean, I can, people. too, but I'm just saying you know the meaning of why, right? But but don't forget, he's coming from Boston. and But see, Bird, a lot of people equate certain things. Bird is from Indiana. He a hit from French Lick. He played at, at, a, a, was it, at a Indiana State. State. Mm -hmm. Indiana State. So that's not no big, big market pressure. Right. But the Duke, it just lights out. But see, the, the crazy thing about sports is game always recognize game. Period. You, you think of certain things like, uh, what's his name? Jason Williams. They call Jason Williams white chocolate. Okay. Right. Now, why couldn't he just why, why, why couldn't he just right. put a white right. shadow on him? They just sprinkle the chocolate on him to make yeah. it seem like, ooh, that's a little extra brother though. The dude is right. bad. But people <laughs> recognize that. You know what I mean? But that, but but you, I understood. I understand. I understand. Yeah, so Bird is basically saying, saying like, you put he was no white chocolate. He didn't want to be. Yeah. He, no, he just didn't want. He didn't think. He thought the white. He didn't want the white players on. He thought the white players was weaker. He wanted that challenge of the black dudes. He what he's brother. saying I'm is, you know, the brothers. I'm better right. than that. I'm he, right he's here saying, look, that's don't, why don't I said, do you that. know what that meant when he said that? Because I do. Yeah, because Bird is saying, don't put no. Bird is basically. I want no. Yeah. Bird is basically yeah. saying, look, you know all the rest of these white boys are busters. Don't put no white boy on me. Right. So if you put your buster black dude on me, that's why yeah. you're putting this dude on me. You know what I mean? Because there's no other bird at that time. Yeah. But once again, he's also doing psychological warfare. And Kevin saying, Garnett, too, you know, man. Kevin Garnett just had a birthday yesterday. Shout out KG. KG is also a messy uh, guy as well on the court for Boston. I can stand Kevin oh. Garnett. Kevin, he was, okay. he was a I, terrible, I, dirty, uh, yeah. I lived in Minnesota for eight years. You want to talk about ooh, KG is dirty. KG? He's dirty. He's a monster. KG says he does not play fair. I whine about KG. Talk? He does not play fair. Wait a minute. What do you mean don't play fair? I mean, he's just a dirty play. Like, he's just a scratching and, you know, what you're used to seeing. He's just a very aggressive player when you see him in box. Yeah, he is aggressive. Yeah, he is. He's just a dirty player. I, I'm mouth. a whiny girl who says, oh, you're not playing fair because you keep scratching these guys. Yeah, these guys I got that you. was the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Who who made that comment? Because they write, KG? Ooh. Yeah, that was what? I was there when Showtime came to, to Minneapolis. As a matter of fact, I was just looking through my stuff. I got uh, MJ cards and um some Kevin Kevin Garnett cards because this dude, man. Show off your stuff, about man. Talking trash. Look at that. Uh-oh. Look at that. it down. Hologram. Hologram. There Hologram book of sports illustrated. That's that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, K KG though. But um, okay, wait. So last dance. So what was the um the overall take for Michael Jordan? Did it change any of your views on Michael Jordan one way or another? Or no, I still or love anybody him. else. Mm -hmm. 
Or, I mean, Jordan is who he is. I can respect his game. Maybe off court, there were a lot of different things that he could have changed his narrative on, of course. But for what he, for who he was, and explaining about the person he was, he wasn't cut for that type of duty. So it's just basically, it's it's Jordan. Right. I would ask that question to younger kids that didn't grow up seeing Jordan. I would ask that to the younger generation now that I've seen this. Mm-hmm. Because for us old heads, it didn't really change our opinions. It just enlightened us on well, stuff we didn't know or we didn't see. Or right. it's like, oh, okay. But it's Jordan. He's great. You got to say he's right, great. Right. I think it was just nice to relive it, even though I'd been through it and watched most of it. Seeing it again, right. it's like when you watch it over and over again. Like now you're seeing other things that you didn't notice before. And right. not only the backstory, but then you're kind of like, wait, now that I've seen, now that I saw Kobe go through all of his years, and you've lived through Michael and I like now I really see exactly like how he bred co I mean it was basically like here here's your like the blueprint. It was a blueprint to a certain degree. The blueprint. Kobe finessed a, a little bit more. He stayed in the league a little bit longer than you know expected and just did it at a different level. That's all, but it was the same now, playbook. It was pretty much the same playbook. I, I, it's uh and I think what happens is this it's kinda like with music. You, you hear people with music, especially rap music, they're like, yo, this bullshit that's going on today, this ain't real, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, look, here's the deal. It's not for you. It's not right. yours. So when people get on Jordan and then people want to go against LeBron, I'm like, hey, here's the deal. Jordan is just not your cup of tea. Now, because I believe it's because you didn't see it. You didn't, you didn't experience it. People are telling it to you and you experience the LeBron right. James era. And there's not a lot of guys in that era to do what LeBron James did. I still believe that LeBron James was created more than, or Michael Jordan was organically, you know what I mean, evolved. He's evolved, yeah. That's it, you know what I mean? Like Michael Jordan was one that came in, they had some some high hope for him, but it's like, okay. And then, I mean, perfect example is the shoe deal. They, oh, you know what, we'll do it. Dude hit the last shot, North Carolina. Three million is what we can hope to have. Boom, what? 120 plus? But, like, LeBron didn't come in with any of that naivete. You know what I mean? LeBron had his shoe deal before he had his contract. So there's level of expectation on a LeBron. You know, and that's where I think the fruition of what LeBron has brought. LeBron's evolution of his own has brought in a black agent to change a whole complete narrative of the NCAA and its players. Like he has taken right. it and, and, and dusted any other athlete as far as getting their money, getting exposure or getting anything that you would ever imagine. Your contract deals are never the same as anymore because of LeBron James and his friend. Richard. Wait, but no, 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 no. Well, I agree with that on a portion. I believe Jordan is the guy that lets you know it's possible. LeBron is the guy that lets you that know. executed it and to, said it can happen. You need to be in the room it. and yeah. you need to, right. That You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, the, and, and that's the thing. So when everyone wants to make it so absolute, it doesn't have to be just LeBron or just Jordan or just Kobe. No. It's like, look, look who paved the way. Because I'll tell you this, once again, going back to the endorsement of the sneakers, the weapon, the Converse weapon, they had five guys in one commercial. Five guys, one commercial on the on the Converse weapon. You see what I mean? And then you realize, okay, hey, these guys are doing pretty good sales. They're team colors, blah, blah, blah. Then Jordan comes in, torches the whole world, and they're like, okay, one guy, one shoe, 
fave a, a athletic footwear brand and, and a league. Hmm. Well, I think Barack Obama I mean? put it best by saying he was an ambassador to the world. He's an ambassador for what? so on so many levels, and that he blew the NBA up. That was it, and we yeah. hadn't seen anything like that in since Muhammad Ali and in the non-sports world, Gandhi. So Mohandas Gandhi, Mohandas K. Gandhi, and um, Muhammad Ali. Because these two people were just synonymous with like worldwide, like Mohandas is worldwide peace, love. You know, he transcends uh, Martin Luther King, uh, Malcolm X, because everyone knew Gandhi. But Muhammad Ali, think about it. He was around him all. Not everybody is a, a fight fan, but like you knew Muhammad Ali. You knew who he was. And he was way more socially conscious in yeah. those days than, you know, a lot of the guys are now. But they, they both go. Uh, yeah, sorry. Did you get that? Oh, yeah. They're both goats, but if you're a creative you're player, you're making, making him like LeBron. In your opinion, KT? I think I mean, physicality. I don't know how you can say you're making somebody like LeBron when LeBron, LeBron can be a prototype himself of Jordan and some other people. I'm just I think it, no. having to keep on comparing them or what you build or what you want, there's never going to be another Michael. The influence, let's just get to the consensus of the influence there. There'll never be another LeBron. Right. I have a question, though, for, for everyone's typing in. And I want to know if, so everyone that is talking about LeBron, I mean, uh, Jordan being so tyrannical and being this ass and the way he treated people, what I would like to know is if they themselves or if they think that any member of Jordan's team would give any of that up to have a nicer, smoother, better relationship at the gym and no rings. No. That's what I want to know. They would not. He pushed you know them. That. That. That's what he did. He pushed us to be great. He yep. knew what we were here to do. Yep. We were here to win. That's it. That's it. Yep. And that's what sports entertainment, that's what it's about. It's about. Now, the, the one thing in Chicago that we remember when they had made that contract and told uh, Phil, no matter how many games you win, like, we don't care. Because now, one thing that people don't realize is that's uh, one of the, the reasons they could say that was season tickets were already booked for two to three years. You see what I mean? So they already have their actual stadium revenue on that, boom. Maybe not concessions, but they already got this many tickets sold for the next two or three years. So and see, that's where I get mad at Jerry Krause and want to kick him in his back. Because like Jordan said at the end, you could easily sign me to a year contract. I was already on one year deal. Some of them were. And everybody would have jumped on board. And, and we could have all stayed all came on. And right. come on, to right. me, I, I don't know how you guys could be Bulls fans at this juncture. Y'all lost y'all last what? championship in 98. And what? you don't have, you don't have an owner like a Jerry Steinbrenner who will dump money into an organization to keep y'all being winners. What? Hmm? Because it's a, it's, a, it's a, what you call them, don't forget. Because of what happened in the 90s, it's just it's like the, 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 the Cleveland Browns, the, the, the Cleveland Browns, the Chicago Cubs. You don't have to spend money technically anymore. You don't have to. The fan base is so deep that if we happen to get a winner, okay. But if we don't, we cool. Because they but I'm, even talk, I'm not even talking about the money Cleveland, that you spend on that. I'm talking about the talent and business. everybody just pull everybody together. Why wouldn't he spend that money to keep that team intact like that? And a coach, at the, for that matter. Well, don't I think if anybody messed up, it was uh, Reinsdorf. And didn't I'm sorry, not Krause. I meant Reindorf. Oh, Reindorf. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I think Reindorf didn't I have meant a Reindorf, conversation the owner. Yeah. with Phil Jackson and, and, and Michael 
Well, Phil first. You gotta have Phil first, and then everybody right. else follows. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what Arlington right. was exactly. saying too. Yeah, right. there, there needs to be the top. Well, yeah, of the true. Pool. To your point, Austin, I know he wouldn't have taken it if Phil hadn't come back. But the thing is, the money could exactly. have been there for Phil to come back. Thankfully, I mean, but, it was great that Phil came back to came to us because we won some championships with him. But I'm just well, saying, right, right. Speaker, but, but I'm he, just saying he didn't have to do that. That's what I meant, Ryan. But, Ryan's door, but yeah. once again, but once again, we're talking about our pockets. You know what I mean? You're not talking about ego heirs and millionaires that already have these money. Then once they knew this, Phil's already got stuff lined up. They've already told Phil, hey, look, man, you leave there. We already got, like, Phil has a bag waiting for him. You know what I mean? Well, they have to be this hey, we're done after but this that, season. Again, right. knowing that you have a bag waiting for you, why wouldn't Reisdorf get the bag to keep him? That's why I say, why wouldn't you be like a George Steinbrenner? Keep your organization winning. Keep him in this level. But that's what he was saying. He came too late. He started too off late. saying, gotcha. hey, you're done. And at the end of right. the scene, he's like, oh, hey, gotcha. well, why don't you just try it one more year? No, dude. Right, 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 yeah, right. yeah. Right. Get an offer for now, the first time. I see what you're saying. Right. Yeah. And one thing I do appreciate that they said, because once again, this is a, this is a business. And the one thing that was really good that at the end of it, they did get, they did give Krause credit because he was a great GM. Right. He was good at putting those pieces together because that was another thing that I don't think people give uh, Jordan credit for. If you look, there's got to be, you can, you have to be able to find this somewhere. Jordan was always underpaid if you look at what he did for the league. Yeah. But if you look at the back end of his contract, because don't forget, they still have salary cap rules and things like this, bringing those players on. But his, his contract was so incentive heavy that he could get it all on the back end. So if you're giving Jordan $40 million for this year, that's still underpaid. But if you incentivize him and give him $5 million for every other accolade that he gets, boom. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's one of the things that I don't think – like Jordan could have just said, yo, I want $80 million a year, and then I don't care what happens. But he but was smart enough Ryan to think told, Even if Ryan Storff told Phil, you know, forget it, we'll wait, even if he was able to bring MJ back, you don't think Phil would have just forgone the Laker money and said, you know what, I want to come back one more time with the guy? Well, he didn't get the Laker job right out of leaving. I mean, he right. took a year off and then got it following after. But I'm just saying, like, you don't think he would have come no, back? I think he would have come back. You already told me from the beginning of the season, hey, I'm done. So this is my last year. I, the whole season, all I'm thinking is, this is it. I'm going to screw over you guys. We're going to win the championship, get six, and I'm out of here because you told me I was done. And by the time the season comes and they win, then he's like, oh, you know what? Maybe you want to stay one more year. I wouldn't want my saying, though, If he had got Jordan to come back and stay, do you think Phil would have came? But I think the thing is that would have had to start. See, it's a couple different things because Phil is also very unique. There's only a couple coaches like Phil, Pop, <laughs> a couple of these like Zen masters that right. are they about their money, but they are so in tune with the players and what you really need going on. So don't forget. Phil couldn't leave the Bulls and just go to another team. That's right. also in his contract. You see right. what I mean? They paid Phil not to not to coach for a year. That's a part of that. So I think that there were probably conversations with Phil and Michael because they seem to have a great relationship on that level that that wasn't a possibility, and they don't think it was a possibility. And I believe that we got to see Reinsdorf say this in his documentary, but at that time, I don't think Didn't it happened. Happen. Yeah. yeah, because... That I, I can't believe it because if Michael is uh, as 
as fluff as this piece was, and it was all about him and he right. produced and everything. But you could see how he was really upset over it too. Was that? You could tell you could that he Jordan was upset. You saying he would, yeah, he would get emotional. I mean, yeah. don't forget the dude is a he has very smart business people around him. He's he has become a better actor since Space Jam, by the way. So I think <laughs> some of his stuff. But the one thing is, if you watch him when he gets that laptop, he's not that good of an actor. He cannot hold back his his despising people. He, exactly. He can't. It's what they say is written all over your face. Right. He cannot. And that's why we so, got so many good memes out of it. <laughs> oh, I, I haven't even seen them. I haven't I haven't seen them. Well, but the yeah, laptop so, laugh is hilarious. But was he really listening to Kenny Lattimore? Like, I don't really believe that. Oh, yeah. The earphone one? When he was bobbing his head, like, what song does Kenny Lattimore have where your head I believe like it. I'm, well, you know what's funny is, like I said, I was on the radio at that time, and I, I meant to look it up and see what um what album came out at that time. It was but his that first is album. When Kenny Lattimore, I believe. Kenny Lattimore was also with Shantae Moore. Right, that but time. that was prior to him. That was that was later when Kenny Lattimore. Was no, 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 that was right in that time. Now, don't when he first this. came out with his first album, he was with Shantae Moore. I didn't think he was with Shantae Moore then. In '98, that's '98. That his album had been out before '98. That was the was last this his run. second album? '98 run. Yeah. Now here's the other thing. Don't forget, M Michael Jordan on the court is one of the smoothest, coolest guys you've ever seen. Michael Jordan off the court, he would not probably be considered one of the coolest. Even more, like, don't forget, this is a dude that still wears mom jeans. It's 2020. He's got a different style about him. So the fact that he is a little, you know, mm, 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 and the camera is on, you know, so because don't forget, he also said, yeah, you know, it ain't even out yet, but I got it. Yeah, right. I know. I heard him you know say I mean? that. He was playing that up. Flex. Yeah. Yeah, he had to, yeah. 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 So, you know. Well, we know off the court that Jordan is not the nicest guy. We know Wayne Gretzky's story of them gambling and how he only wanted to tip the cocktail girl like a dollar no, or five dollars. And Wayne I'm, told him, no, you got to tip him more. All of that. You didn't hear that one? No, I don't. I don't know. That so story. he and Wayne Gretzky were gambling. I don't know if it was Wynn or one of these properties, but he tried to give the cocktail girl like a little change, and Wayne stopped. He's like, "No, you got to tip." Wait, Wayne, your... Wayne, Wayne, Wayne Gretzky, her... Wayne Gretzky, and Michael right. Jordan together gambling. Right. Michael okay. gives the cocktail server maybe what five bucks, six bucks, something like that, and Wayne was like, "No, you got to give her more." So that was like one of those stories of how Jordan doesn't tip, how he doesn't, you know, he's but not he that personal. Huh? But he did tip at that moment, but I mean the lower of the tip. I know people well, yeah, saying, some people are not everybody is Chad Ocho Cinco out here dropping thousand dollar tabs. It's okay? like, Florida. Come this on. was in Vegas. Five dollar chip for one drink is still pretty damn good. Tip. No, you still you got the whole property to yourself. They cannot speak to you, you can't look at Jordan in the face. You have a restaurant at your own disposal. You okay, can get some more money. I'm a Vegas person. No. I'm just saying, the five dollars. Okay, I'm a whatever. I'm a Vegas person as well, and I can tell you this: being an African American man, and when I go out with a few of my African American gentlemen, we have a different weight upon us because we expect a certain amount and a certain level of service. If we don't get it, then we look at each other and we freak out because we're like, "Yo, we didn't get that level of service. Should we tip, or are we gonna make our people look bad?" Now, rewind to what we're talking about in Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan. So right. He's going to expect I the best. He's not a he tips, he tips. But if he don't tip, guess what? He just brought them. He tipped them by. 
in the words of the great philosopher Kanye West, oh, Lord. presence is their present, period. You know what I'm saying? So that ain't a present. His presence is their present. So maybe, maybe so. I was told you couldn't talk to the man or look at him in the face. So the same with Kobe and all those other guys. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, do you I know think what it depends what they're doing, what's going on, what's happening. But well, Michael Jordan was a very private person anyway. Like he wasn't, there was no entourage, no squad. Let's talk no, about Gus. You know, like, can we all have a Gus in our life? Wait, wait. Like, Gus was the but guy. Before we go to Gus, before we yeah. go to Gus, I want to tell you this because this is one of those things that happens in entertainment all the time. What do you say? Attorney. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Arlington, she no. carries Jordan real. He, also he, he cannot do no yeah. wrong. She carries him. Shantae Mary Killer after the album. Listen, MJ can do plenty of wrong, but the thing is that I already knew going into all this, he's not a great guy all the time. Off court, MJ is not the guy that maybe you want to trust with all your shit. Like, I'm just saying, like, I love MJ as a player on the court. Yeah. When we had the yeah. whole comparison I posted on Girl Chat, you know, him and uh, and LeBron, and I was like, Which LeBron was off court was way, was way better. It's way better off court. It was just, that's what I knew. And we're talking it's about just, on court, but I just mentioned a little right. bit of off court. He could have paid more. I don't care what you guys say. I get. I worked in that service industry. I know what these tips, and I know when the moguls come in. That's just not right. And if, if Wayne had to correct him, correct him. Like you ain't giving no. You know. You, well, you, you know stand there hey, for free. You stand there for guess free. What? You're getting a gambling Wayne credit for free. You ain't got to pay no money. Wayne could have tipped her. Wayne could have huh? tipped her. Cause I'm gonna tell you Wayne something else. Wayne could have tossed money. Wayne Wayne could have tipped her, but I'm gonna tell you this. Wayne did. I think he know. did in that story. I think he did. He said, "No, next time you give her this," and I think he gave her a hundred or something like that. I'm gonna tell you this. Do you know middle class people tip more than millionaires? Yeah, oh, absolutely. But what I'm saying is that's wrong because middle class it is wrong. compensating. So Jordan should just be like, okay, so middle class people, but wait, let me get back to this eyeball yeah, go ahead. real quick because this goes into the entertainment thing. Like people say, you couldn't look Whitney Houston in the eye. You couldn't look Mariah Carey in the yeah, eye. Yeah, Mariah look, heard that. Do you know why? That's do you know why? Probably because I get security, they don't want you analyzing them. No, if I look at you in the eye, I make a connection with you. Okay. You are it's you're my fan base. So if you look at me in the eye and I ignore you, boom, now we have a problem. Right. If you never look at me in the eye, we don't have that eye contact. I didn't say no, you can't be disappointed. I can't, you see what I'm saying? So yeah, that's that is one of those that's a shield that helps. The entertainer that helps the athlete because if you look at me and you say, "Hey, can I get your?" I gotta look at you, and I don't have to make an executive decision. Either I say yes or either I say no. Now, if I say yes, guess what? There's probably 50 more of you right behind you. Oh, most definitely. I got an oh, interview sure. I'm late for. Oh, for you sure. You see what I mean? So that's one of those things. Now, do they get that when they come in? Yeah. You know, I always say it's hard on them as well. You know, people only look at their money. They make all this money. They should sit down and do that. Da, da, da. I've dealt with so many of these people. I'm like, yo, you would be surprised at how many people are upset that they can't sit down for three hours and sign everything. Michael Jordan, give me a break. Come on. Michael Jordan is how old? What, 56 years old? Is he? Michael Somewhere Jordan right now has not been on the court over 20 years. Michael Jordan can't go nowhere without being stopped at least five or six times. Easy. For sure. Easy. So, you know, is that the pay? Is that the cost to be the boss? Yeah, kind of, but not really. Because it's like, yo, I gave you what I gave you. Now, peace out. Or, you know, it's interesting, though, what I did 
in what I did enjoy hearing was how the his friends were talking in the document about how mom wouldn't let us go. Yeah, to go to the game. And thank yeah. God she didn't, because that was a whole yeah. other level. When it, Who was that? When his boys his were talking sons? Huh? When his sons were talking at towards the end. Yeah, the, oh, uh, right, right. Not, not being able to go to Utah. Not not go. Go. It's not safe. Basically, yeah. she's saying it's not safe. Yeah. It's at not all. Safe. No. Which is brilliant. Which is brilliant. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yo, we could have another uh another another whole show on his kids though. Oh man. Oh. Yeah. Oh, we have to get you I mean, on. I have not heard about them since one of them was in college, and that was the last I heard. So just think of this. You are you are the spawn of the greatest basketball you can't player. that's too hard that's a lot of pressure and, that's a lot of pressure neither one of you is over six are good years. right but isn't his daughter he, quite tall she seems to be the most athletic out of all of them to a certain degree no, like no, she, no, because, uh, she favors was, them um um what's uh i want to say the middle boy went to he had a couple dunks they put on youtube or whatever whatever he's holding up down the fort with the with the um the uh trophy room you know, right now with the sneaker, the sneaker angle of things, but the pressure, the the spotlight, you know what I mean? The every you're MJ's kid. But do you, you know, think now, too, because of MJ and who he was, that he just it wasn't that he didn't have time to be with his kids, but he just didn't make that their choice or focus, or your mom was kind of like as far as what do you going mean? To, like like when you see Bronny with LeBron. How Bronny you, wait, wait. Are we talking about the documentary or are we what are we talking about? Like as far as the kids' influence of Michael Jordan and their pressure of being his their son, of being a, a child of MJ's, to live up to. Well, that I think because back then, like there was nobody else in the league that was that high. Like now, yeah, there's the Bronze, there's the Curry, right. there's Bronny, and you see Sharif so and stuff like kids that. Had all the focus. Like, what are Jordan's kids doing now? What are they doing now? And there was no social it's media. It just seemed normal. Like LeBron's kids are all on social media. That's just normal. It's what, it's what every right. kid does. It was a. It was a conscious effort, though, because he was insulating his children. You have to understand, yeah. like, don't forget, you see how they were treating Jordan when he was overseas, when he was in Barcelona? Imagine how they were treating him here in the States. I mean, don't forget this. If you go look at some of the games before playoffs, okay? If you look at some of the games before playoffs at away games, you're going to see just as much black and red as you do the home team stuff. Right. And... Think of how fanatical people are. People want to, you know, to, you got people right now, like if Kobe, when Kobe passed away, people are like, you know mm -hmm. what? I knew his hairdresser, blah, blah, blah. So the fact that you might have known Jordan's kid or something, people do that. So a lot of that, because his mom was no dummy. If, if she was in the financial world or the legal world, she was real smart and they knew about their public persona. So no, they were very insulated. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it, was a, it was a conscious move. I mean, you would definitely have to be sheltered because there's no way you could be the kid of Michael Jordan and be out there and willy-nilly like you would today currently yeah. with some of these kids. Yeah, because everything is so transparent. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so can we please talk oh, about I love Gus? I love Gus. Everybody needs a Gus in the listen. I don't know. We if all I can need make a Gus in our life. We need a security person to strong arm. Here's the deal. If there was a Gus around, 2020 would have been a whole different, let me tell you. I feel like Gus could have like blocked a lot of all this bad 2020 stuff that's happening. Like Gus, man. Gus is an enforcer and he was so tactful. He reminds me of my father. 
It's like having your well, dad as your guard and protecting your safety. That's what he was. Your safety. That's what he was. And it was like that father figure. And it's like, no, but I mean, personality wise, when I heard Gus yell, like, everybody, I need you to do this. I need you to do this. That was my father. That's what he reminded that me of. I was like, okay, Mr. Three, I hear you. And he wasn't and a huge guy either. He was probably like, you know, I, you know. Well, the, Gus Jr. I mean, Gus is dad Jr. for Jordan. But now, what a lot of people don't realize in Chicago, you got a couple layers of who people give respect to, okay? So in Chicago, the police, like people know the, the police flag and don't even know they know the Chicago police flag. Or they know the Chicago flag and it's because of police. So uh, in Chicago, you got basically the police and the uh, Chicago uh, Transit Authority, the bus, and you got sanitation. That's who runs Chicago. Like they get, so don't forget Gus is former Chicago police. So he knows how to handle himself. He knows how to talk to people. And he knows that this little basketball stuff, that ain't nothing. Because I'm dealing with black gangster disciples and Al Rookins on a right. This ain't He's right. This is Hollywood. But the way that Jordan said, I needed him, that lets you know. It was like he was like his, for lack of a better word, his whoopee. He was daddy junior to him because yeah. he needed to insulate. You know what I mean? But with that little crew that he kept around him, he knew I could trust these guys. Like I know people's minds being able to trust them. Yeah. And, and that's what it comes down to. Yeah. When they say that one, uh, what was the guy's name? Was it Kevin or Keith? And it says da 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 best friend. I know people were like, what? That's your best friend. But that's, <laughs> that's that's who he could trust. That's his right. dude. You know, and yeah, Gus, man. And then when Gus's wife start talking, or when who Gus's looks wife amazing, says, like she was like, oh my God, like beautiful yeah, woman yeah. speaking about her husband and just how that relationship was. And it was just not interfering and just the trust. And after Jordan losing his dad like that and having another sort of senior in his life like that to be, man. Yeah. Yeah. We need well, Gus, I man. Think, we need a Gus. All of us need well, a Gus. That's the stuff that I hope people would take away from it. It's like, yes, was Jordan a, a tyrant on the court? Yeah, because that's his yes. job. But, but not like got the game ball, too. Gus got the game ball. I mean, that was yes. just like. Yeah. Took that ball just for Like, yeah, that's your friend. When she says he's the one that first noticed Gus was sick, he's the one that told me, yo, Make sure Gus goes to the doctor. Yeah. Then he said, when she says he was at the hospital, he was at mm -hmm. the doctor's bed. That's the stuff I'm like, okay, everybody. Mm -hmm. When you're talking about Jordan is this asshole and blah, blah, blah. All these guys are still human. He is taking it another level because, yo, this is the human factor. This is what you do for family. Gus is not just a He's family. He's family. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but Jordan could have been like, yeah, I'm going to send a, a nurse or I could do this. Nah. This is my people. Yes, right. I'm Michael Jordan, but not to Gus. Right. I'm 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 Michael Jordan to Gus. I'm right. not MJ or Air Jordan. Right. And that, that's the stuff, you know, that so you know. I, eh. I love how you I love how you are so passionate and eloquent in every delivery that you've given so far to us on the show. Um for the Jordan lovers or the haters, just to give some insight. Well, it's fair. I mean. Because it is fair. I don't, no, it's fair. I don't it's hate fair. LeBron. It's not biased like Melissa does. It's very fair. Like Melissa, <laughs> I can't talk Kobe with her. Fell. I can't talk Lakers with her. Uh, she gives no bias to either one. You know, so we'll see. I mean, she shows a bias, but it's just to the Chicago team. I get it. Which but, I, 
for well, you. No, I'm not breaking it down like that. I just hate the Lakers. That's just the one team that I hate. That's all. Right. I, and I don't like, understand where that hate is driven from. I just don't even understand it. But well, that's for another time. I just don't know where that hate comes from. That's like LeBron. Because it's winners. Like, who doesn't like winners? I don't understand. Like, but see, not that's Haters. For winners. Everybody should want to always be on the winners team. Exactly. You Haters like your don't team. like winners. That's who don't like winners. Who don't like winners? I don't understand. Huh? Haters. Haters. Who don't, like, don't winners? like winners? I just don't understand why you don't like winners. Haters. I hate Boston I hate as a team, no, but I got to respect them as winners. Like I mean, I I'm not saying I respect. I didn't respect them. I respect Magic. I respect James. I respect the. La I don't like the Lakers. I hate the Lakers organization. I've never been a Laker fan. I understand why. Why do? Because I've been a Bulls fan. Right, that's their deal. Like, like for me, I'm gonna tell you this. No, no bull. Um, what, what's my man name? Um, um, Georgetown. Georgetown. Uh, Patrick, Patrick Ewing. Look. Don't don't say no comments about no looks, no aesthetics on Patrick Ewing. I'm gonna tell you something. Patrick Ewing, okay, I had personal experiences with Patrick Ewing. He is a Georgetown alum. He is yeah. a awesome individual, pretty cool cat. Because he's a Nick, and his battle with Jordan, I don't with Patrick Ewing. But because he's the coach now of Georgetown, and okay, hey, he's a hey, good guy. Hey, 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 hey. And the now, Georgetown Hornets, like Alonzo Mourning, I mean, it's, yeah. Right, right. But he a little bitch, man. Oh, sorry, so. But wait, so Mo, check this out. You were on the shoe game. Check this. They made a Jordan 3 in the Knicks colorway, and they could I not know. figure out why it didn't sell. And I'm like, are you Nobody serious? First off, if you're a Jordan fan, you're not messing with that shoe. Right. It's the Knicks color. Second right. off, if you a Knicks fan, you ain't messing with that shoe because it's a But I dare to differ because I know Knicks fans that love Jays and they own some of those Knicks, uh, those threes and the fours that came out in those Knicks colors. I, I get know. it, but I wouldn't. Like, I'm like, I personally wouldn't either that? because I'm not that fan. Right. I but I'm like, for me, I'm like, nah. But now they're blue, right? Green, maybe. Right. But they make they make Jordans in the Laker colorways. They make them in, and I still would rock it because it's Jordan. Like you said on the last week's episode, how were Jordan, if Jordan when Jordan passes, how he could be the new logo. That's right, that's right, what right. it is. Well, I think wait that, that I think that's an exception to the rule for anybody. If you're gonna wear no, something, I, I personally still have a. I, it's weird for me to see LeBron in a Lakers jersey. I'm gonna be real honest with you. Uh, it is. It's a little strange. I, is 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 really weird, but that's me getting away from the business of the sport. That's me looking at LeBron. Like I'll say this, and and I think that's another thing. People keep need to get over the errors of things. It's like in the LeBron era, you can create the super team on purpose. In the Jordan era, you could not. It had to be so strategic and organic. It's almost like Phil Jackson Belichick. It's like we are going to get these role players to create what we need to do to win. Here, in this era, it's like, okay, salary cap. Who's available? One-year contract. We're going to do this. Let's let's make it happen. And it's so funny that you bring that up because when Phil came over to the Lakers, it was like, oh, yeah, we excited to have Phil, but we were never a fan of Phil because we didn't care for the Bulls because of the whole Jordan era. You know, you took wins out of us. So to have right. Phil come back and then we win, it's like, oh, well, we're good. We, 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 we see no wrong in Phil. 
Same thing with yeah, the Rockets. Yeah. That's why I love LeBron. We didn't like Rockets when he came I over. Because, hello. But I hated LeBron when he was a Cleveland fan. I hated him as when he went over to Miami. But in Lakerland, it's like, Ron could do it all That's that. That's that. Yeah. L.A. powder. Whatever. Like, no. He's just enough to our best minute. If you didn't like him for every other team when you like him just because now on your team, that's just... But that's the same thing with Phil Jackson. This is the book we got on Phil Jackson, the last season with the Lakers. <laughs> we don't care about no bull stuff. We care about what interest for the Lakers. And for Phil to right. come over and coach us and we win some championships and Robert Ory gets a couple rings through Phil Jackson's regime, uh, you, you, we're good. We're cool, they lie. It's the same way when I talked to a Knicks fan that said, oh, we getting Phil over to the Knicks. I said, big mistake, because Phil ain't the same Phil. But go right on ahead. You have that same joy that you see because of Phil Jackson's No, 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 no. Chicago team. Uh, they did. No. They did. No, no, they, no, no. He was not good, Phil. but they did. They did. Uh, no. They did. Phil, yeah, but the, Phil is the same Phil. The player's DNA ain't the same DNA. Who's I don't know. I dare to No, I do know. I dare to I do know. I, I don't okay, think I'm he a, had it in him to coach that team. Phil. Brian Loff is only go so far, B. What? What is? Brian Loff is only go so far, BS. What is? Triangle offense only goes so far. No, no, BS. no. Listen, please, please, please. The DNA of the players. In a triangle offense. That's what's different. Going. Here's the deal. The triangle offense. This is no bullshit, okay? If so, you cannot coach my, up my, your players, they all are not going to be stars. You cannot coach up your players like a New York Knicks team. It's not them. It's let BS have it. Let them let them spin this one. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. It's all about discipline. You can't put certain players in certain systems because they. You can't get certain players to play for Phil, and you can't get certain players to pay for Pop because. You guys know who uh, uh, Bobby Knight is, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, so Bobby Knight, one of the best collegiate coaches ever on the planet, but could not be a professional coach because now you got guys that make big, big money and got humongous egos, and you basically are not, not going to pull up. You I mean, pull was up it him or his temper that couldn't get him to coach in the professionals? I'm sorry, what? Was it what is it him or his temperament that couldn't get him into the league? His temper. What I'm saying. Well, the temperament and how he's reacting with these other egotistic, egocentric players that he has. Yeah. You can't his, do that. His, his Bobby Knight's coaching style is undeniable, but it doesn't transfer into the pro game. Now, now, once again, you talk about a Phil Jackson, and you got all these players that are coming in on this different level. One and dones. They got seven million before they touch the court. It's a discipline. Michael Jordan, they still had to be in a system. Now the system was, hey, guess what? We're gonna do it like this. Michael's the number one, and then we go like this. So with Phil coming in and like, look, here's the set. Man, we ain't gotta do that. My shoe deal, I don't have to win a game and I'm still guaranteed $22 million. Why do I have to listen to you, Phil? Instead of people saying, well, hold on. Phil can create dynasty for us. Phil can help us create legacy. Hmm. See, Maybe I'd have rather people listen. that would debate that about Phil Jackson's condition. They, they time that he goes to Stephon Murray the, and the you, over there. Wait, check this out. How many rings? How many rings does Pop have? Do you know? Pop's got what? Three. Uh, three from go from three. Uh, 
two? They moved out at least. He got at least five, maybe six. At least five. He has five or at six. Least, I didn't think Pop was coaching. At that least long. five. People forget. Here's the deal. Phil yeah. um, um Duncan is not as flashy as other players. They always talk about textbook, blah, blah, blah. But you know what they did? They consistent, they whooped that ass. They consistent, they whooped that. Because it's a system. Those coaches have systems where you're not bigger than the system, but that system has a discipline. Like, what's but the But I name? feel uh, like Jamie. the type of coach Phil is, he could go, I mean, the type of coach Pop is, could go to those type of teams and change them. So it's better. not the type of team, it's the personalities that you put yeah. on these teams. You see what I mean? Now, when you do that, you have to know the type of player. The reason Bill Belichick, though, is also so successful in the NFL is because he's handpicking folks for his system. Right. You see what I mean? Like, Bill yeah. Belichick is looking, and people are like, yeah, you need this. Bill Belichick is like, yo, my quarterback is 40,000 years old. I need a great lineman to protect his ass. Let's get one. You know, gotcha. so now you find out this guy from northern Iowa that you never heard of before is now on the Patriots. Why? To protect Tom Brady. Like, that's the thing. Phil Jackson is like, look, here's the deal. Here's the system. I'm going to put these stars in this system. If y'all deal with this, we're going to be all right. Hmm. It's harder to do it because you don't have that. Antonio Brown, okay? I'm yeah. bouncing in the football. Antonio Brown lost. 30, I want to say at least $33 million within a 24 to 48 hour window because he couldn't stay off Twitter. What the hell? I Are you kidding more me? To do with Twitter and other things. No, but it has to do with mentality. Yeah. It has to do with your mentality. If you told me right now, BS, if you don't. But his no mentality was set up, not to cut you off, was set up to the fact that he could do no wrong. He was spoiled over there in Pittsburgh. Like, no, he had no repercussions for any of his Isn't actions, it? I felt like. But what I'm saying is this you say it was set up, but it's because he's had access to that. So now if you got. With no recourse, with no recourse until now, with no recourse. He was doing those same shenanigans and he had no recourse with a, with a Pittsburgh team until now. But what I'm saying is he is not alone in that type of mentality. So no, if gotcha. you can't reel a guy in like that, then you give you give Phil three Antonio Juniors. They might not be like all the way like Antonio, but they Antonio Junior. What can you do? So is the level of respect there not earned then if you can't get those guys to shake? Like they don't buy into the whole the coaching style. That's all. It's a different yeah. coaching it's, style. Right. It's, it's not that it's not earned. See, the thing about the, the draft and stuff is, the crazy thing is, these guys do get kind of a mixed bag. And if you don't, if you have star players, the way the, the NFL and the NBA is basically set up, it's, it's star-driven. So if you bring on a star to your team and you're not willing to either cater to their style and make them mega stars or – you don't have a way that they that you didn't already figured out how they're gonna work for yours, then they just dead in the water. You could be whoever you were, wherever else, and then come over and be like, nah, J.I. Ryder. J.I. Ryder's a guy that was unbelievable in college. Oh, yeah. Pulling to Minnesota, terrible. Went yeah. to the Lakers, hey, he's yeah. great. Mm -hmm. It's a system thing. You know what I mean? And the coaches feel real life. If he has us three right here, he's like, yo, okay, I'm gonna have to do this. BS gonna have to eat cookies on Thursday. You know what I mean? Mo gonna do her thing and Melly Mel gonna hate on the Lakers to get motivated. As long as we do that, we got a chance. Right. Another coach might be like, nah, y'all all gonna love the Lakers every day of the week. So now Mel got an attitude. She's like, nah, forget that. 
You know what I'm saying? So that's what that's what it is. So it's got to be reciprocal. And I think people forget that it's still a personality. Oh no, personality. I did. I totally did because I was like, well, how did he drop the ball being over in New York like that? Like, how did it just crumble like that? Because it's Phil Jackson. Like, it's, yeah, it's no a trickle down. Yeah, it's a trickle down. And what they do as far as giving them certain um what power they give them is a lot of backdoor stuff. If you even look at what happened with the Lakers and Magic Johnson. Well, you know, we're not even late. in that discussion because I have my 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 opinions about that with Magic. Okay. I don't think he's yeah. pregnant material, but you know, continue. Right. But but see that's the thing. You got you have faces, you know what I mean? And he's this because he's a great recruiter and he's the face of it. Yeah. So once again, that gets the fan base excited, that gets the people excited here. But then you got the GM that's doing other stuff. And if he's contradicting what Magic is saying publicly, then you have dissemination. You see what I mean? Now, yeah. he's publicly saying, hey, Magic's our guy, but doing doing stuff like Jerry was. Like Jerry was an asshole. We didn't know he was an asshole until y'all saw the documentary or whatever. But publicly, for a large part of it, he's like, look, let's just make this shit happen. You know, and that's the difference. Once again, maybe the error, because now everything is public. You know, and the news outlets and the sports Well, it's just very transparent now. You can probably get That's your hands it. on anything. It's a transparency thing. That's what you miss Which about is, the olden days. The access right. is there. It's just so easy accessible to get any kind of details you want to get. It's too much access. Yeah. 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 You, yeah. You get you get judged in public opinion before one tip off, one puck hits oh, the absolutely. ice. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. anybody absolutely. hits the first kickoff. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Right on. Uh, New York didn't have Kobe or Jordan yeah. when Phil arrived. I that's mean, that's apparent too. But at the same time, I just think you know they didn't have a great, great. Spot. I mean, yeah. Like, what what would Phil be doing without a Jordan or a Kobe? Like he may he be might be like eleven rings less. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Phil. Oh yeah, Phil. Phil. Yeah. Where's the lie on that? Oh, he won one as a player, right? So then he don't have yeah. one. But where's the lie with that? There's no lies on that. Mm -hmm. Not at all. Yeah. No. So our it, sports, it, like before we we've been going for a while. Our sports, we've gotten a couple of things that, you know, possibly June 1st is the day there'll be some sports coming back around. There's debate over, I mean, Am I going to be able to see sports soon? Because I'm going to watch golf this week and I'm going to try and do the pay-per-view with Tiger and Peyton Manning. Which Peyton Manning Place is coming out with a season two. So make sure you watch that show. I love it. Peyton's Place. It's the best. Yeah. And Tom Brady is on that, right? Tom Brady. Is Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson. That's the yeah. only sports I have this weekend. So... And then, you know, Dana White says he's going to be having the UFC 30 here in Las Vegas. Are yeah, you May thirtieth? Yeah, here. May thirtieth. May thirtieth. May thirtieth. As in, like yeah. twelve days. Yeah. Yeah. At where at? Center. At the Let's apex. Go for it. No fans. Just go for it. He said. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, he's trying to push it. I mean, I I can't be mad. Where's the island? Got the white get the island ready? Like, what's the deal? Mortal Kombat. Island. island. That's the yeah. I don't think that's gonna happen. Not, not not right now. It's gonna happen. Right now. It's gonna yeah. happen. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, 
NCA also talked about that they were going to allow players to go back to school June 1st, and it's going to be basically up to the schools and the conferences to decide as to when they can begin. But it's just going to be so unfair this year. I don't know. I've been playing NBA 2K, and I'm playing my aces right now uh, on the WNBA team. I beat the dream last night. I was telling Melissa I'm in a battle with the Dallas Wings right now. It is not looking good because they beat She's me back. Great point to okay, like, and I she, back to she probably I wants to play right now. She probably has the control in her hand and just <laughs> no, I don't. On another monitor. That's the only action of sports I got right now. That's what's keeping me stimulated. Is watch is playing WNBA off of the 2K. But the cool thing about 2K20, the people that are out there that have gamers, you can always play the Legends game. You can always play the '90s Bulls against your current Lakers or current squads. And have them go at it and see what that looks like. Why? I know what it looks like. The I Lakers mean, you know what it looks like? What does it look like? It looks tragic? It, it looks like the Lakers get their ass whooped. Like, come on now. Really? Wait, wait, wait. Really? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Once again, LeBron. Okay. I am not Anthony one Davis? that likes to. Huh? And LeBron, no. Anthony Davis? No, no. I ain't going to talk about Anthony Davis. I'm going to talk about LeBron right now after the whole last dance thing. One thing is, I am not a, I, let me tell you why I'm a LeBron hater at one point, okay? This is a fact. Okay. Here in Las Vegas, there was a concert at the Orleans Arena, okay? Oh. LeBron James is at the concert. Uh, a friend of mine is from Ohio. I see LeBron James walking. I grab my buddy. I say, hey, man, there's LeBron. He said, oh, thank He rolls up to him. LeBron is six foot eight. He goes to LeBron and he says, hey, man, I'm from such and such in town, basically in Ohio, Hey, how you doing? LeBron looks at him and says, I ain't from there. I'm from Akron. And keeps moving. I was that's the that was the first day I became a LeBron hater because this dude is older than him. He's so excited for the young kid being, you know what I mean, from Ohio. Now, that's the only true hate I have for LeBron. LeBron It always comes with a personal guy. story when you engage with these guys. That's why I right, don't right, right. mess so, with them when you see him. You just can't. Now, LeBron awesome guy. I think that he's got a lot of pressure on him. I think off the court he does great things. What he said in a recent interview in the last, I want to say 72 hours, he said basically he would have played very well with Michael Jordan. His talents would have complemented Michael Jordan's talents very well and they would have been very successful. Basically saying that if he was around in that time, Scottie Pippen would have been ass out because he would have been the Scottie Pippen. That's a lie. So, what do you mean that's a lie? He said it. Look it up. No, that's I'm saying lie. that's a lie that that would be the case is what I'm but saying. But what I'm saying is this. That's what he's saying. We don't know because we can't he's saying that if I, He said, if I was around, we'd be dominant. Right. But No, I get all that, at, but I'm saying that's a lie because that's not but, true looking at Scottie's ability versus LeBron's. But me. hold on. No, but hold on. If you really look at it, that is really LeBron's true core of talent. He's a great passer, great defender. I mean, he's a great floor general. He's a great facilitator of plays. He's a playmaker. He does all of that. Unbelievable. So now, check this out. If you think about what Horace has all butthurt about, if you took LeBron, I mean, this is all speculation, but if you took Michael Jordan, and LeBron and Scottie Pippen, not Horace, 
Oh my God. Because you, at that point, there would be no need for the Dennis Rodman. Uh, honestly, on I mean? 2K20, you can play that game like that. You can set that up like that. That's 2K20, that ain't real life. I'm talking real life, people, in my fantasy. You're speaking hypothetical. That's LeBron said that. That's why I'm saying it. Now, once again, when I go back to when they talk about the GOAT and they talk about the Mamba or the Jordan mentality, here's the difference, ladies and gentlemen. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant would never say no shit like that. Right. There's a difference. They number one, period. Yeah. Nobody, I'm not, my, hey, I agree. I agree. You never have to say anything like that. You've let the work, the work sees itself. You don't have to say those kind of comments. That's why he don't got that same mentality. There's that, the mentality King totally James mentality. If you but notice, no one's ever said there's a King James mentality. He's a goat in his own right of the whatever's going on currently, but he's not a goat as far as the overall picture of what NBA faces. Look, he's off Bird's Bill Russell don't Bill say no stuff like that. As long as Bill is, he don't say no stuff like that. Bird don't say no look, stuff like that. Isaiah Thomas look, don't say no look. stuff like that. None of them say none of that stuff. None of them. LeBron, LeBron is box office. He's beautiful on the court, off the court, it is hard to refute any of his accolades. But sure. LeBron is, what, 33 years old? I want to mm -hmm. say if he around. 32. Around 33, 32. 32. 32, I think LeBron he LeBron James will not have six rings when it's said and done. Oh, no. And I always said that he before he was a Laker. And I said, even with him coming over Laker, he's not going to he's not gonna get six rings. I didn't think he was going to even get five like the Col like Kobe Bryant. I said he's not even going to get five. Well, he don't have five yet. He got no, three. he doesn't, but, but I don't think he'd ever hit five when he was naming it in well, Miami. Well, and I won, not two, not three. I said at that point, he is not going to get five right. rings. He's not going to even well, surpass that. The other thing is, I believe that you should get rewarded for, you know, being, um, being in a sport for a while, your longevity or whatever, whatever. But you shouldn't get applauded just because you played longer. Just because he's in the league longer, the, Oh, he just passed Jordan, blah, blah, blah. Okay. He just did. Yeah, that's because he, you know he what? Started, Vince, he started when he was a teenager, too. You. He started when he was Vince, a child. Exactly. Vince Carter, the longest player ever in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, in the NBA. Yeah. 22 years. This beautiful. Dude still can hop out the gym. He basically, his retirement got, you know, COVID messed up his. Yeah. His, his he, could, he, could, he could honestly retire, though. He could honestly retire. Yeah, he can. But what I'm saying is, just because he's been in for 22 years, if he passes somebody on the list, it's not like y'all. It's not, you know, yeah. Vince it's it's still passed. an asterisk by that. It's still an asterisk, but because of the circumstance of him being uh, a Jawan Howard and staying on the bench till he's old and gray, it's like. Jawan Howard. Which not Chicago. <laughs> don't hate on Jawan Howard. How long was Jawan Howard staying on that Miami bench, bruh? How many lives do you have? I know how you feel about Chris Webber. Come on, five, five. Jalen Rose, what up, though? Come on, come on. <laughs> Jalen Rose wasn't sitting on, on the bench, though, funny. like Juwan Howard was. Juwan was old and gray sitting on the internet in Miami. I saw that. And he paid his bills. And it's time. You know, you know when it's time know. is time. It's hard and to And he became coach. a coach. He was yeah. learning so he could coach. Right, exactly. They were trying to do the Walton, yeah. Okay. Chicago. Yeah, okay. Hey, we've gone for like an hour and a half. Just so y'all know. Oh, I'm sorry. Where we going? It's been a great show. We I hope know, everybody's been good. tuning in. It's good, guys. It's good dialogue. It's good discussion. I've just been like really talking, trying to figure it out. Because I like messing with BS and I like.
what he has to say. Oh, you can't mess with me because I'm going to keep it real. I'm, hey, if you, I'm going to keep it real. You know what I mean? I'm going to look at it from both sides of it. Hey. Probably 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 over there, dude. So, BS, what is your take as far as the um, NFL announcing incentives now for the owners to get uh, black GMs and black coaches in the league by having 16 more draft picks? What was your take on that? Here's the deal. It's it's one of those things, if it was legit, I mean, I think they can flip it. They're going to work the system like anybody else would work the system in a business move like that. Then you're just gonna. It's it's offset because you have so many brothers that play the game and not enough brothers leading the game. You know what I mean? Because ownership is like. Mm. But if you're gonna try to incentivize them like that, then whoever's got the biggest, deepest pockets or is gonna play money ball is gonna figure out a way to put people strategically in places, whether they should be or not, to get those incentives. You know, so do you think that it uh, the interview process for some of those guys should be transparent enough for us to see that they're qualified so we don't have the narrative of they're just filling the quota so they can get their 16 draft picks? Well, what what have they been doing now? I mean, you have to realize the way that the, the football, the way the professional sports is when it comes to coaching, um, as it is right now as a whole, is a good old boys club. Period. If I become the head coach of any team right now, then Hopefully, I negotiated the option to bring in some of my coaches. I could bring y'all two in because I'm like, yo, I coach with them on girl chat, period. You know what I mean? I feel comfortable with them. They know my system. I want to bring them in. That's how it happens. These guys, coaches, for the most part, did not start yesterday. You know what I mean? They started um, from the high school, college. So they've been in this system. So they know what's what. You know, so a lot of stuff, it's a lot of political stuff that goes on with that. You it's know, very political. Um, I always cite Eric the Enemy from uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Like, I felt like a long time ago he should have been a head coach. And then I was told, shout out to Steven Sayer, that he was offered jobs as head coaching for different teams, but never necessarily got those teams. Right. You know? And that's and that's quite possible. And that's what happens with guys. You know, there are guys that have been very successful um, that could be. And that's another thing, too. You get guys that are coaches or they bring them on because of their name value or they keep them on because of their uh what's that thing called their legacy and what they will do for a program you know much like a magic johnson magic johnson will be a terrible coach but he's a great figurehead for the organization oh yeah he's like Just a man like he could be bird. he's a great ambassador for the brand of lakers he is larry bird yeah perfect perfect example larry bird but then you look at a um um, like a Van Gundy, and you're like, what the hell? Yeah, he's right. Man, he's a great coach, but he wasn't no baller, but he gets the game. Phil Jackson, great player, not outstanding, different era, but he knew the game. Mm-hmm. He's like, ah, oh. so it translates. You know what I mean? So it's it's one of those things that, perfect example, Kraus was going to get rid of him at the height of his shit. So did that make sense? Well, Kraus was going to do, a, do a few things. Like, he was carrying, uh, what you call it, so tough, Tony Kukoc, and threatening that and throwing that in the mix. Well, I just don't like but, it. The whole, the whole discussion over the NFL having to now reward you for trying to do something like this is just, it should be done anyway. I think it's bogus. I think it's bogus. Be- now, whatever reason how they do it, like most of the leagues right now, if you're bad, you get more love, right? Like you get a higher opportunity. If you did crappy, you get a higher opportunity to make it better. I think that's the thing that will help the league overall that like it's been doing. But they do need to do something, you know, uh, with the coaching. 
Do you think this exposes the the fact that they're not enough? I think it's going to expose a lot of things that the minorities that are uh, qualified to do these positions that don't get them can now have an opportunity to get them? Uh, I hope so. I mean, I hope so. I mean, the thing is, you could get... See, they'll they'll put people that don't have... Once again, you talk about tenure. You'll have guys that have, you know, 20 years behind the scenes as a position coach or whatever, whatever. But just because they have that many years don't mean they will be effective in a certain position. Their their real role is a position coach. You know what I mean? They don't have the, the, the mindset. But then you got a guy that maybe came out of a JUCO and, and went to a, a D1 school. And he's got that mindset. But what program does he go with? And once again, when we talk about professional athletics, now you're dealing with all these personalities. So if you bring in a guy in 2020, and you got this this personnel, you know what? Your personnel might change in 2023 because of free agency and this and this. And now it doesn't work so much. But that's why Belichick is so is so successful because it's a system. He picked for the system. Yeah, and you notice they didn't draft a quarterback because they got a backup one ready to go who's about to be probably fired. But because he's like, well, don't forget, he always he the one thing that people have to realize with Belichick is. He directs the narrative, just like Pop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You ask, you ask Belichick anything about anything, he's like, uh, yeah, ask, answer. Okay, man. Just like Pop. Hey, are y'all going to go 32 games? Well, I already put that out in the press release. We're going to do what we can by, right. by Thursday. Right. Um, because he don't let you get a frazzle, and he tells his team, look, that's how we're going to win this. But if Jordan does it, Again, back to George. Then it's like, oh, he was an ass. No, he's like, no, we're gonna direct this narrative. Right. We direct the narrative. Yeah. And that's what you have to do. If you want to be consistent and win, it's just like we're working out in, in regular people's lives. You know what I mean? Everyone knows you gotta work out, blah, blah, blah. But when you don't have the motivation, then you need to have the discipline. That's it. So Jordan, boom, it's the di- discipline. Pop, it's the discipline. Belichick, it's the discipline. All that other stuff if we have good players and we have this and we got good weather that'll work but if we got the discipline we already put ourselves up ahead of these folks so i personally talking about like just bringing tom brady into it i am excited to see what will happen with tom brady and tampa bay and what will happen with the with the patriots i i honestly over the next two seasons believe they will be equally successful at some level but the real pressure is on brady more than Belichick. That's, hmm. that's, that's what I think. Yeah. You may be right, because the spotlight is all on him in Tampa Bay. That's that's the whole story yeah. right now. That's about to be a takeover. Yeah. But can Cam Newton get a job? Can somebody get Cam Newton? Can somebody That's hire the Cam big million dollar question. Cam, Cam well, look at this. We got Geno Smith again as a backup, and at least we could have grabbed Cam. But Geno Smith again, really? Why? Cam didn't want to be backup at first. Now he's willing to be backup. So we'll see. I think there's something internal with the organization. They got a memo out on Cam. Something internal oh, okay. that we don't know about. He's got the scarlet letter right now. He'll probably go to some team purgatory, and that's that's it. Don't, here's the thing. I think that as fans, what most of us do is we're only thinking about the current season. As GMs and people in the head office, they're two, three seasons down the line. They're looking at the organization. Jerry Krause, that's why he was so good, because he's looking at the organization. You know what I mean? When he was touting Kukoc, 
He's not thinking about right now. He's thinking about the organization next couple of seasons. But <laughs> that was a fail. That well, not a fail, but that wasn't just you know that it didn't play out that way. Of course, in the documentary, but, they hold resentment to that. But but that's what it is. You know what I mean? You got to yeah. look at. But we're looking at what we can see on the field that day on that week. They got room. We only see the head coach. Maybe the owner, and then we see the players. Well, they we look at the now on all of that. We look at what's current day right now, and we don't ever look at what the future holds for some of these people. That's, what that's the like the Raiders talk about. Oh, they say, oh, well, Aaron Rodgers could be the next year's season court. Are you nuts? What's going on with you guys? Why but would you think it. that? When I'm thinking in the future, if you're saying, thinking, Yo, we need GM, to go younger, you're thinking your the game and position has changed. They need to run. They need to be able to scramble. They need to be able to lose. Right. Rodgers is not that guy. He's got an arm, but he's not that quarterback model now but but that's it that's it yeah so, well I, we enjoyed you well, BS. I, I mean amazing i appreciate y'all letting me me come and do this we'll have to get you are. on to talk about some more stuff at another time right yeah, yeah. WNBA. oh i'm so sad, uh, I'm so sad. don't be sad so watch sad. my games i'm going live i'll go live on instagram y'all can watch me play against dallas wings try my She's best to, to beat them this go round and I'm gonna keep not trying. the same. Why y'all? Why y'all throwing me shade right now? Why y'all throwing me shade? I'm right not now? throwing you shade. Yeah, I see it in your face. You're you're you can't, you're just as transparent. You as you're like computer like right now with your computer, like you can't buy. Yeah, no, you can't ball like Ty Young on on NBA 2K. She's so. been balling on my NBA 2K though. I've been having her in great positions. She's been doing some great shots. I mean, I can't complain. I don't love her. I even got Carolyn Ward shooting threes. That tells you a whole lot. This whole thing is bad. You know what I'm saying? I'll check you out. Send send me your send me your handle when we get done here. I'll I'll peep you out and see what's going. <laughs> I'm not going live for real. I don't need that kind of pressure. Uh, all right. BS. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you. you so much. And I want to thank all the girl chat fans for tolerating me and you know coming on with y'all. This has been awesome. Uh, no, it's been great. You're you're a great guest. We gotta have you in the, in the studios. We gotta have the BS aura in person. You know what I mean? Uh, hey, just out there, real quick, for any parents out there that want to get their kids into sports in this crazy time, look up usabmx.com. That's usabmx.com. It's a sport. It's a kid on a bike. Everybody starts. Worst case scenario ever, if you lose, you still get to ride your bike. So it's a win, 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 win situation. I love it. All right? I love I it. I love it. I love it. USA, you got to get more BMX. That's the thing. Well, I know you for, like, your hosting, your entertainment, your comedian, but the BMX rider BS, I don't know. That's what I need to know more about. Yeah, I'm fascinated about that, too. I don't know anything about that, either. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Bad connection. Bad connection. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Shout what out to Stephanie. She said this cat is fun to listen to. Yes, this guy literally to is fun to listen to. Off the chat, like literally. Yeah, he, that was his technical difficulties, by the way, Mel. I've been clear. I got an 11 Pro Mac. Like, there's no way my phone is doing that. I don't None know what whatsoever. it was because when he was talking, I could hear him. When you were talking, I heard it because his mic was up. Loud now I was hear going it. through his thing. Both y'all have like too much. Vo I, I don't know. Somebody maybe he had his volume up too much, but I mean, you do you hear a crackle now? Uh. -uh. Okay, so how's that my phone then? 
Right, I'm saying I didn't hear it. What, and I Don't didn't hear my 11 Pro Max just because you know now I finally got a new phone. I was gonna say, don't be all pet, don't get all cloudy with your new phone because we know how long you were struggling without the new phone. Okay? I sure was, I sure was. I was with this old baby, <laughs> selfie nation. But that was then, and this is I now, and I'm I here for now. Eleven Pro Max is here, no problems. I get it. Shout out I... to Apple. Put the Cash App up. They can send me money for that plug right now. And yo, you guys. If anybody wants us to shout them out, oh, and I was supposed to shout out my boys' uh, catering uh, restaurant too. Shout out to uh, 504 uh, Catering, um, doing New Orleans dishes and all kinds of stuff. They got an Instagram. Uh, I can post that so you guys can see it. I'm also going to shout out to my new uh, mask that I got. Oh, this yeah, let's see it. My boy, Ho, he got his mom made these. So nice. I got this one. Nice. And I, also I like that. My regular one, ones are coming from the fans only, uh, only, but, uh, So I got another one here. Oh, yeah. This one actually has a nose piece and filters oh, you put in here. So. Oh, okay. Very good. Shout out to the team mask. I hey, y'all. have about a handful left of these. Like, just so we know. Handful is left. Shout out to everybody that's got them. Old boy Alex, he got one that was dope. Um, my girl Kristen just sent me some pictures of Zoe and hers, so I can't wait to post those. Oh, thank you so much for your support of the show, ladies. We're working and on the visors next. The visors. Yes, next. because I'm getting asked on the visor. So a black visor I wore. I'm getting multiple asks now. About yeah, but I, I want to put a different logo on it. Though. I don't like that wording. So yeah, we could do a different logo for it. So if any of you guys have any books that you're interested in reading, uh, I pulled a couple sports ones from my coffee table. I showed you the Phil Jackson. One. <laughs> if you guys, God bless you. Want, I also have the Bonos, Bonos Bow autobiography. Read that. And Ooh. for all my Vegas residents, if you don't own a Jerry Tarkanian book, you ain't from Vegas and you was never a Rebel fan. So I'm just saying, you can get the Jerry Tarkanian book too. And then. The crew de gras, and I was going to show this to BS. It's the Larry Bird, the Magic Johnson, when the game was ours book. This is such a good read. I actually have to go back and reread this again because this was about the rivalry between the two of them. So that was dope. You got books, and I just got McDonald's, Michael Jordan toys that I found. I love it. See, the Mile Flex is good. I also have my one Jordan book. This is the one that was $24.99 back in 2002. When I remember there. that. Now this book is worth a couple hundred bucks. So you can't buy it anymore. Who you download it. See, like that? Yours, that collection, yes. You need the collection pieces of this stuff. Yes, the Bulls folder. I had Peachy, but you know. I, I mean, I I regalia. Like you should have all this kind of stuff. This is great stuff. I mean, to have. There's just... I love it. Which way am I going? Oh, this Don't way. show all of it off on social media there, Mel. You don't want anybody showing up into your place. They not. Yeah, so... So y'all can cash app Mel and her cash app if she's willing to sell some of that memorabilia stuff. It's <laughs> probably going to be going to the highest bidder, which is priceless. Because she's not selling it. Just being oh, wait, you didn't see this close up, though. Let I me found... see what else you got. 
oh yeah the space jam triple wow like still in the baseball golf and being in his space jam uniform love it i love it all right but we're gonna be on two hours now soon so we thank everybody for joining please um feel free to you continue to share or subscribe or do whatever you gotta do we'll be back here next wednesday yes with a special guest very special guest. So you guys Ooh. tune in next week. Can't, Can't wait. wait. Can't it's wait. MJ related. It's going to be something totally off script. Something we haven't talked about in a very long time. Tune in next week and find out who it is. Until next time. Thank okay. you so much. Cool. Bye. All right. Bye, y'all.